Hello everyone, it's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything and welcome back to another Talkin' Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, the only weekly podcast dedicated to over-analyzing Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's episodes. And in this one, we will be going over episode 16, the duel between Roman and the washing guy, Arya Arata. I forgot his name for a second, that's kind of how forgettable he was. But um, <laughs> yeah, we have a lot to discuss, all things from Roman's historic win to Neil's debut. Neil hacked the stream a little bit, so sorry about the, uh, you know, the spillage there. Um, and then, of course, Rook and Roman's blossoming relationship and just uh, the next arc that we are getting into here. So we have a lot to discuss today, um, and I'm joined by a lovely crew, as always, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything crew. How are you guys doing? I'm really good. Doing good. I just have a weird sensation of deja vu, but I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we were live, and then we weren't live. You know, it's one big thing. Two but streams. Kate, Nick, T, Pete, thank you guys for and being here. Happy to be here. And Liza. And Liza. Liza's here. Absolutely. She's behind a computer. Yeah. yeah. She's that, hard at work. She's yeah, hard at work. She's, she's helping. She's I'm the producer. Good girl. She has no idea what's happening. Uh, <laughs> we are, um, again, going to get into it. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday evenings, Wednesday afternoons, Thursday mornings, wherever you may be in this big, beautiful world. And if you're new to Sevens Up, uh, what this podcast is us just literally talking about uh, everything that's happened in Sevens in the previous episode and everything that we think will happen in this show going forward. Our impressions of the duel, our impressions of characters if they were relevant to it. Of course, Neil making his debut, he'll be a very, uh, I think, big part of the conversation today. Um, and before we get into the thoughts on this episode... I do want to thank every single one of you who donated in the last Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up. The donations helped me out so much. There are two ways to donate. Super Chat, which is right in the chat, or the link in the description. The link in the description helps me out a little more because it takes uh, PayPal takes much less of a percentage. But if you do choose to support me that way, thank you. And either one works. I'm not going to tell you to do one over the other if you're more comfortable with one over the other. Just know that I, uh, I appreciate it all the same. Big thank you to Legendary Duels, Melinda Phantom, Sean Gilbride, Nicholas Horton, Bernardo Lima, Solid Snack. Did I say that wrong? Lima? Lima. It's Lima. Lima. It's Lima. Yeah. Solid Snack, Captain Rex, Electric Kevin, Goose, Ice Aiden, Zornica, Jack Knight 21, Pegasus Saya, Novice Gamer, KP, Entime Subs, who does the subbing for the episodes yes. now. Big shout out to her. Sonia, Rinsasore, and unfortunately, Calibro. No, I'm just kidding. Calibro, thank you, man. <laughs> thank you to all of you guys. You guys are all amazing. And I think we're going to have a lot of uh, a fun discussion here for you today. Um, I kind of want to start. Yeah, please. With a little, with some fun facts for you guys. I'd love to hear it. You usually have one of us that, so I'm actually excited, other than your, your intro, excited right. to hear your thoughts. I have a little bit of a monologue here that I want to go over with, with all of you guys. I did some research today because I was a little curious. Uh, I was a little curious at, at of girl Yu-Gi-Oh! protagonists. Um, obviously, Roman has won two duels in the opening 16 episodes, which is something that no other Yu-Gi-Oh! girl has ever done. The quickest a Yu-Gi-Oh! girl has won two duels was 22 episodes. Aki did it in 5Ds. So the fact that Roman already has two wins is a really good sign. And I started to wonder, what is the record for the most 1v1 wins that a girl duelist has ever gotten? Right, because you think of like, you know, Asuka's win there at the end of GX, but it was tag duel. Uh, you think of um, 
some of, you know, Aki's final win was also, it was a two-on-one. It wasn't a real one-on-one. So, I'm like, you know, there were a lot of big wins that the girl duelists had, but when they were kind of in this tag team setting. Mm -hmm. So, the girl character that has the most 1v1 wins is actually Asuka from GX, which surprised me because it took her 40 episodes to just get her first win. Um, But Asuka ended up winning five times in 1v1 settings. Right. Aki, only four, and Yuzu, only four. Roman, in 16 episodes, is already at halfway, practically, to where that record is. Uh, It's a fantastic start. I don't want to understate how truly incredible her character has gotten off to. And from a dueling perspective, things look really good. And the fact that a Yu-Gi-Oh girl has never won more than five 1v1 duels throughout the entire show is is a little crazy to yeah, me. Almost, yeah. So so Roman uh, is set up to, you know, not only maybe break, well, she already broke one record, but she's set up to maybe break a couple of records here when Sevens is all said and done Hopefully. Um, from a dueling perspective. So I, I, I love that. I love that for her. I do love that for her. Yeah. It's oh, unprecedented. I love that for her. It is. Nick, say your thoughts, man, on the on the episode, on the episode. Um, in... in uh, in terms of the episode, I mean, I want to state that I'm very happy that Roman won. I really liked the duel a lot. Um, it wasn't my favorite episode. I think not, other than the duel and the very end, not very much happened. But there were there was, like, inklings of things, you know, like, basically that we get the gist that this um, ramen shop is, like, sort of a central hub for the top of Hexagon. Um, you know, I guess that's where they meet. Right, and it gets deeper into Goha's. Want to interrupt you on that? Please I'm know. sorry to, for to interrupt you, because um, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I missed this in my review. Yeah. Do you think that Yuga knows now that she's part of Top of Hexagon? No. Yuga is so smart to me, in my opinion. Yeah. No, yes, he is. And the fact that the butler came into the room or the waiter and said, "Oh, Top of Hexagon's here." I just feel like Yuga's going to pick up on it. I think he that. should pick up on it, but so far it's been glaringly obvious that one, Mimi is an adult. They know that. They should know that. Don't they know that? No. I Should they know that? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. And that she's, like, obviously part of Hexam, Hex, uh, Hexagon, but no one said anything. And it, it's a little... That's, like, as far as the grand details in the show, they've been pretty consistent with tying things in. That's one thing that's gotten, like, unaddressed. Like, Yuga should have picked it up by now. He picked up almost instantly that uh, our dishwasher was cheating. Right. You can't pick up that uh, waiter talking about the top of Hexagon walking through the door. Well, he might be using it strategically, right? He claimed that he knew Roman was a spy, but that's he waited true. on it. That's true. So he might be just waiting because he I doesn't... just wish we got, like, an inkling. Like, even, like, a, a um, look in the inner eye. monologue. Because that's, again, another thing that he knew that Roman was a spy, but we didn't get any inner monologue. We got no face even like he didn't give a face until right that, the moment he he also when remember when kaizo switched yes you saw yuga look that, inquisitive that's what i want that's all yeah. i want is a little well, inquisitive well look. right after uh mimi said that and said no 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 no, no and, and shoved the weight out of the room they showed yuga and yuga looked he kind of looked plain. a little dumbfounded yeah. he looked plain he didn't yeah. look it was like, like a he was blank expression yeah. but they did show him next show. right which that yeah. i like but it, the, the expression was a little blank to me and that's you know whatever I, i'm not gonna nitpick yeah. But, um, so we got, like, details about Goha and the, the way it ties in with the ramen shop, but other than that, I feel like not a whole lot happened in the episode other than the duel. But I like the duel quite a bit, and I like the humor, obviously, every episode, the humor sprinkled in, so, and I, and I loved Roman's, like, dueling in particular, so, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a, a, a fun episode. Okay. 
I'm happy to hear that. And we're, we are going to go a little more in-depth. I want to go more in-depth, believe it or not, on Mimi. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go more in-depth yeah. on Mimi. And then, of course, the character that shows up at the end here. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete, your thoughts on episode 16. It's okay. Um, I thought, I don't know, for me, I didn't really find the duel that fascinating. I honestly thought the uh, Rook and Roman kind of dynamic of what was going on mm-hmm. there, of Rook... Seemingly kind of out of nowhere, I thought we cleared this whole traitor thing up, and then as soon as he looks bad, he then he's like one of those people. Yeah, he's one know? of those well, people. He's and like sure. he, and he yeah. brings it right back up. It's like, bud, we cleared this already. Like she made you dinner, like we were cool with this. And now because you did something idiotic that got us all in trouble, you bail on us to go to the bathroom. I, yeah. And then also want to be like, oh, well, I don't listen to you, spy. Like, it's like, man, like, stop digging up the past yeah. over here. I right. do want to say it's kind of in character for him, though. He's a pretty pride. Oh, it's 100%. It's pretty pride. It's 100%. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It just, that was more the interesting part for me. And the ending uh, of seeing who right. Neil is and, right. and what that's about. is like, is he a villain now? But then he's going to be like an ally later. Mm-hmm. Like... Because he seems like a third party kind of thing, maybe a fourth party. If he's not related to Goha, you have Goha and him, and then whatever Ro is doing. And so, could there be like a kind of a quad box dynamic going on here? I, I don't know, but yeah, it was okay. Okay. Um, now I have to I have to grill you, um, and by grill I just mean ask. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. I have to ask you because obviously we had a fun debate um, after Roman defeated Gakuto, where you said the duel really wasn't a, a duel; it yeah. wasn't a true win. Do you feel differently about this duel because Roman did not show any signs of losing her memory? She kept her memory, it seemed. She was yeah. in control, unlike when she was hangry. She when got she, fired up. Yeah, she but, got fired up and passionate, yeah. but she didn't go to that point where she couldn't remember what happened. Yeah. Does it change the dynamic, or do you still view this as almost an invalidated win? Um, it's better than the last one, but I still don't like it. Uh, and, and I don't like it even just from why can't the writers give her just a legitimate, like, outright win? Like, why does there always have to be, like, a, almost like a gimmick that happens, like, when she's dueling? Like, oh, like, she has to, like, she clearly demonstrates that she is a good duelist who knows what she's doing. So why can't we just see that? Like, why do we have to see her? Like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sad now. And so... That, that's what's going to fire me up to keep going. And her eyes change color, much like Rook's. Like, I don't know. It's, it doesn't feel super clean to me, which is ironic given the dishwashing. And yeah. Can I, yeah. <laughs> Can I jump in a little? Yeah, of I course. Because I, I maybe interpreted it a little bit differently. It wasn't that she was sad. She wanted to cry tears of joy that um, Rook showed up. Right. Yeah. But the, 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 the whole fired up thing was not because she, like, was sad or, or happy, it's just because she was losing her patience with not being able to express that. So yeah. I think a loss of patience is worthy of, you know, getting fired up, you know, like it's sort of, yeah, is, is worthy of, you know, an explosive win. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And to, to me, I, I mean, I have, I completely, I mean, I completely disagree. I know, I know. And, and like, it's definitely better than the last time, right? Because right. she remember what happened, right. and, and I can understand the emotional state she's in. Thank God her cousin didn't starve her this time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, yes, it's yes. a better scenario. It just, I don't even look at it more as a detriment to her character, as more as <laughs> the writers writing her character. Of like, why does there always have to be something for her to win? Like, why can't she just duel and win? That's fair. Yeah, that, that is fair. But, I mean, I, I still view it as, like, it, it's 
an ability that she has, why not use it? You know, if it's going to let is you... Is it an ability, though, or is it just she's emotional and she's using that to her advantage? It's not an ability like Rook, and now Rook has not used his ability at this point to actually win a duel, but her two wins have come when she's not normal. I mean, even well, Yuga she's... makes a point, again, to say, oh, I guess she's back to normal, just like Roa said. Right, but she gets fired up into this into this mindset, this very like heavy duelist right. mindset yeah. that allows her to pull off these great combos and entertain the yeah. crowd. And yeah, I don't know. I just I, I view it differently. No, no, I, I, I feel better about it than I did the last time. I just still don't feel great though. Like it was going. So you don't think she's been well written? Like not from a dueling perspective, I like her dynamic with the group and with the Goha connections of and what Ro is going on. But when she duels, I think she could have a very interesting deck. But then they undercut it. Like it was going so well for like half of this. Like I was like, okay, she's gonna do some like great comeback and like just take down his four thousand life points in one shot. And you have to give some gimmick that Yuga has to point out when it ends. And like that really stuck for me. While I was like. Okay. Yeah, I I just feel like even though I'm more on your side with it, like I yeah. it's still I can see where he's coming from. She should just get an yeah. deserve like, an outright and, win and without getting fired up. Shouldn't have been given that line. Yeah, like if that she dueled, okay, I'd be like, alright, she was emotional. Boom, she won. Great job for her. But the fact that they have to stick that line in, implying she was kind of just takes away from me yeah. of it. Of like, okay, well, she was. Powered up, so that's how she did it, again. But isn't it the same concept? I mean, you guys haven't gotten to that point in 5Ds, but the main girl in 5Ds is able to use her psychic ability. She has these psychic abilities where she's able to do things to, you know, intimidate her opponents and inflict, like, real-world damage. And that's an ability that she has. So by the same logic, using any sort of ability that gives you an advantage then takes away from a victory... So, like, what if Yugi, Yugi Moto going into Yami Yugi? That yeah, kind of takes away... But that's away... an essential, like, part of who he is with the Millennium Puzzle. And so, like, him him switching back and forth between those two characters is, like, he duels as, I mean, like, as at least Yami. at the point I'm at, as, as one character. He changes his persona. And, like, he's not powering up and now yes is there a lot of cheese in dual monsters so far a hundred percent well yeah i mean that so like it, it's a hard thing yeah. to compare that to. Yeah, yeah but if we're focusing in just the vacuum of this show no one else gakuto yuga rook have to have that like added thing they can just duel and maybe that's not even like me attacking the character roman but more of just yukio girls in general of like yeah. why does there always have to be something to explain well, they had to do this to win. It's like, why can't they just, just win. win? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, should, that's yeah. just how I, I see it. I think at this point, they yeah. should be like able to duel as well as their male counterparts without a buff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to your Yugi point, I think regular Yugi probably isn't all that great a duelist. It's really in a 10 win. Yeah, well, definitely. So, definitely. I mean, that, if that's your point, then you're proving Pete right. And, and Shadow, when you're saying, like, what about Super Saiyans? When they're mad, they legit get angry to power up. True, but... They're powering up to meet the level of their opponent. So there's no advantage there of the most time. It's usually on equal ground. This is a clear advantage of Roman that just like it was an advantage of the dishwasher kid to be literally cheating. So there was an advantage to it. But yeah, I guess to me, if you have that power, you you absolutely should use it. I, I'm not saying that she's wrong and, with and that. that. It and just that frustrates me that we can't just 
It just can't be clean. Like yeah. there has to be something. But to his like without without it, she's not a good a duelist as. But Rook with or Yuga, by far. As far as as of now. Yeah. Right. Well, I, even with it, I don't think she's as good as Rook and Yuga. No. Do you but think I she's think... better than Gakuta? Even though she beat him. Of course. Him? Absolutely. So just because she beat him. Yeah, of course. It was one time. I think even if she didn't go into that mode, she probably would have beaten him. I need to see more from Gakuto. Well, that I agree. Yeah, even if she doesn't, even if she doesn't go into that mode, she probably ends up. So Gakuto, in your mind, is a distant fourth in terms of ranking. Dis- distant. Yeah, dis- yeah, he's pretty distant. Yeah, I, I think he's going to lose again in this upcoming battle I don't think he between needs Neil's a win. team. His character doesn't need that. No, no, his character doesn't no. need a win. No, look at every he needs, series. He, he needs a, a win at some point. Well, yeah, at some <laughs> point, but he's a support <laughs> character. I mean. Look, if you're if we're looking back at you know previous shows, look at uh, you know Duel Monsters. I mean, like look at how many like we have all these characters, but only the like, Joe or you know yeah, Joe like Tristan and never, never exactly yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah. So we don't agree. need like four incredible duelists on the team. No, no, no we don't even so. need all four of them to duel. I also no. just don't want to see Gakuto go like no. 0 and 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. But then, I mean, you he know. doesn't even have to duel. Like, I mean, 0 and 20 is one thing. Yeah, that would be terrible. But, like, if he just didn't duel and was there to, like, figure stuff out and be the uh, emotionally intelligent character we know him to be, that's his function. Yeah. yeah. Like, the comedic, there was a comedic character, um, Shingo, you guys know him, from Arc 5, who a few people viewed him as the rival. But I'm pretty sure on 1v1 duels, I think he went like 0 and 7 or something. Right. And he always dueled like the best characters in right, the show. Right, so it's a fair got, loss. Yeah, he always got smacked, and that that <laughs> end up will probably end up being what Gakuto is. I don't know. Fine. To, to me, I would rather see a girl character win using her power, even if it's viewed as a buff, than lose. Then lose. Oh, yeah, that I agree. Well, yeah, Absolutely. without a doubt. Yeah, one, one you're giving win. me that option. I, one, yeah. one, more, one more win, and Roman's already got as many wins as Aoi did got. Yeah. In the entire show of Reigns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, you know. Yeah. I do agree that she deserves like a clean, unbuffed win if possible. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't think like, that I don't would want be to a become a gimmick thing. win after win. She has to like access like, like a different different emotion, yeah. whatever it's like, you know, some kind of emotionally triggering thing, eyes red, wins the duel, like if it's a gimmick, then it's unnecessary. Yeah. I think it was I ID season said something that explained, like, my thoughts on it, like, put it into words. Mm. He said, Roman powering up is simply to demonstrate how determined she is. I don't think it takes away from her character. It's just an element of Oh, I guess it's a good way to... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think it has to do a lot with her her fiery personality as yeah. well. Yeah. She has a very fiery and, and quick personality where she makes a lot of decisions based on emotion rather than logic. I remember when, in episode five, it was still a very funny moment to me, where the newspaper club wrote a, a smear article on the group and on Rush Duels, and they were like, oh, that's the group right there. And everyone was like, oh, nope, I'm not part of this. And she just, you know, she walked away and she, right. like, zoomed out of frame. Yeah. She makes a lot of decisions based on her emotion, and she's sure. a very emotional character. Right. Yeah. And I think that plays into the dueling. So I think that is a part of her character and who she is. And that's fine. And that's good, and I'm because I'm, I'm mostly in agreement with you. But then don't treat it as an ad, abnormal state. Yeah, it can be. She can be a passionate person. Yeah, and do it based you, on her you passion. Yuga's com- comment didn't didn't do that for me. Well, uh, I, back I to normal. I feel like then she was not normal before, and she clearly wasn't normal when she was hangry. She well, when she was hangry, she didn't remember. So that that right. that there's more validity right. to that argument, right. but. Yuga just making a comment like that, he could have just been kind of teasing her and joking around. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, they, they tease each other all the time. Of course, of course. So I, I didn't take that as literally as, as Pete did in this case, and as some people probably did. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you know, it, it's interpretation, so that's completely fair. Just how I felt. No, yeah. and you're, you have absolutely every right to feel that way. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I, I, I am just relieved at a girl duelist getting duels and winning. That's probably why I'm more in the devil's advocate side of the argument. Sure. Uh, sure. Just because I'm happy to see a girl duelist succeed in duels. Without a doubt. 20 years, it just it just rarely happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, she need, yeah, needed to win either way. Yeah. I just think that kind of just dilutes some people sometimes, like I said last time. It's like everyone, like people are writing that like it kills me saying what I'm saying is like kills the excitement for them for like Roman. No, which, like, no, it shouldn't though. Which like, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. To be fair, like, I didn't necessarily, like, wanted to talk about this because, like, I knew it would be, like, a lot of negative reaction to it. Like, Dylan wanted to have this debate. I did want to have this so, debate. Like, so, like, I get your feelings out there. It's just what I feel, and if you see it as wrong, that's fine. I, I, th- I think I think I wanted your opinions out there because I know it's a more unpopular opinion. I think yeah. it's a good practice for people watching that you have to... Everyone has is entitled to their own opinion, and there's nothing wrong with your opinion, even though I don't. No, fully it's just agree it's just it. generally how I, I interpret like. Yeah, and I don't think it kills the excitement it, at it all. Just, it kills it for me, just because I feel like you cop out to giving her a win by having like the power. If you had, if you said in the first or second episode, like they did with Rook, like okay, there's some power thing going on with this kid. If they did that for Roman and you establish those powers and then she uses those to her advantage later, I go, okay, good on her. Right. But to not have a clear defined set of like what we're doing here, at one point it's because she's hungry, now it's because she's upset. Like, so like, what is it next time it's going to be like her furiously angry? Give like, right, when, right. Or, or is it, it going to be when like she has like a bond of friendship and she's super happy that like, what is the range right. of of these powers and like that I think that part also like kind of yeah. annoys me I guess yeah. like because you used the, the Rook example like if he is using his devil powers or whatever he gave the name for it in a duel to win those duels I would feel the same exact way I'd be pretty upset like oh his one gimmick is what he uses to win yeah well that well that would in his case well, that, that would be yes, but I'm saying, cheating. well yeah it would be straight up cheating yeah. but I'm saying a, a gimmick is you know a gimmick a gimmick is a gimmick yeah and of course, that I think the whole argument comes down to how you view it. Like if if it's passion, if it's characterization based on passion, probably different. And, and it's not just it's not just Roman. Like I said, the same things with Hugo, right? Like I didn't want to see him always w- winning with Seven Roads Magician because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a cheap way that he constantly wins. Yeah. So like I'm not directing it just to like Roman. Like I wanted to see some diversity of what Hugo was doing, and then he spread out and mm-hmm. was doing that. Right. Yeah. I want to see that. that with Roman, and it's all we're only. 16 episodes in. Yeah, well, that's right. like that's There's why, yeah. plenty of time. Oh, yeah. like, just give it, like, a, treat that character with more appreciation. Yeah. That, like, wow, like, this girl is a really good duelist. Like, she maybe could compete with the guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't need to give her anything extra because I, I, I just don't like how that feels. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. it's like in the, in the real world, like if you're saying something like, oh, well, it was a good job you did, like, oh, for, for, for a, a woman, yeah. for a girl. And it's like, okay, but w- you're a person. You get so that like, literally. they yeah. could have been doing that job better than any guy ever could have. So why do you need that extra thing added on? That's what I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, 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 literally I, in every form of entertainment, like music specifically, I see it a lot. Oh, she's a great guitarist. 
for a girl. And it's always like that, like yeah. weird little yeah. add-on that sort of detracts from it. Yeah. No, I see it. And you know, the the end of the day, if a character doesn't do it for you, a character doesn't do it for you. Uh, everyone loved the final villain of Five Ds. So many people loved him. So many people say he's the best villain ever. And I, 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 yeah, that's why I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> I did not like the final villain of Five Ds. I didn't, and I'll I'll stand with that. And I know a lot of people will say, "Oh my God, how could you not like you know X Y Z?" Like I, I didn't like him. It didn't it didn't work for me. What they yeah. did with him, I thought was kind of kind of cop outish at the end of the show. Yeah. I'm not going to go real in depth with that, but you know, we all have characters that <laughs> yeah. a lot of people like. If you don't, it's an unpopular opinion, and that's completely okay. Yep. Yes. So I, I disagree. I mean, but I do like Roman. Like yeah, I, I do. I don't want to say that I don't like Roman. Like I really do like her, but I actually like her more outside of dueling. Yeah. Like yeah. I like what she offers. I like that she stands up for herself against Rook, and she she's not taking his bullshit. I also liked how in this episode she took the initiative. She yeah. didn't let Yuga do it. No. Yeah, she, she took the initiative because to she stand said up for Rook and duel. Her fault. Yeah, yeah. So that was really good. So yeah, that that really comes down, and then I'm I'm sure you can imagine why she's a fan favorite for a lot of people because yeah. if you view her vo- her dueling as legitimate and yeah. she has all these it's other nice things going for her, it's nice to have some kind of champion that you you want to look forward to. Yeah. Exactly, no, I, I understand. Yeah. yeah, but it's a fair. That's what it's kind of what we wanted for Aoi, and then we're just kind of disappointed. Yeah, at this point, I'll take what I can get, but I just hope they don't. I hope they they continue writing her character in a good direction. Me yeah. too. Me too, because Yu-Gi-Oh always has the issue near the towards the second half of the show. But it's you started off, and then you kind of just start diverting from yep. that path. Yeah, yep. but it is a new studio, so there studio. are reasons to be excited. about And we have that. an unprecedented like quality of like female ca- like all these things are unprecedented in this new show, and I feel like that's a good sign. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So. It's a uh, again, it's a really good start, and even if you don't view her dueling wins as super legitimate. The facts are the facts. She's won two duels that's in the it. first 16 episodes. Yeah, which is great. That's and any way that it's great. done, that, that's and really the, and good. And her only loss was not her deck, and she was kind of pretending not to know anything because she was trying to fool them. Right, right. Know? So from a, a getting the win standpoint, yeah. that's got, great. The validity of the dubs, wins dude. can definitely be debated, yeah. but she's gotten two dubs, 16 episodes in. I'm very happy with Roman. I want to talk, and then we're going to do we have any donate. Do you want to um, oh, say any, any opinion on it? No, I, everything's been... Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. This episode, not much, not yeah. much ground to cover. Yeah. I just, I feel like other than like nitty gritty details, but see, so I, I actually disagree with you. I think that there was something that was happening in this episode that I think a lot of people overlooked. I actually didn't touch on it in the review. Um, it he didn't to, even call it out himself. And then, of yeah. course, we are going to read um, donations and right. comments from you guys, which yeah. I'm very excited to do. Um, and it actually had to do with Mimi. Um, Mimi obviously gets them in. We see that Mimi, of course, wants to, um, you know, spy on them and stay with them to learn more about the relics and Otis. But Mimi is the one that gives the oh. speech to Rook, mm-hmm. which ignites Rook to help Roman. And Mimi seemed very happy at the end of this episode that they were able to get the win. And I just felt from watching this episode and Mimi's character in particular and her being almost the mom to these kids and giving the speech to Rook about how, hey, you know, um, Roman loves rush dueling just as much as you. She likes hanging out, like giving motherly advice. And I just feel like Mimi's mindset and her objectives are starting to turn to the point where I feel like the seed was planted in this episode where she could be the one that might betray Goha Corporation and, well, I, and stand up. I said up that in her without, intro episode. Yeah. I could see Absolutely. that. Without a doubt. I, yeah. I think since we've met her, she's been dancing a pretty fine line. Yeah. 
um, on being, you know, Goha or like sort of sympathizing with our protagonists. Um, and she's starting to cross that line in, 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 in our protagonist's favor. And I like that a lot because, I mean, other than, you can sort of throw out the, the, her cameos in the, in the Roa little ending arc there um, because that was all that comedy. was you just yeah, yeah it was all comic but like when we actually see her she's really like she's having like inner not inner monologuing in a way like sympathizing for these these kids and then this time she outright like talks to them about like what's going on and the problem and giving motherly advice and I, I like that a lot yeah um, and actually, it's not it's not fully throwing away the Roa thing. Remember, Mimi went into her Goha uniform and stood up for you. That's Yuga. right. That's yeah. right. So I, I, until that point, she was just cheering for Roa, though. But yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, Pete, your thoughts on Mimi in this episode? It was interesting. I mean, it's it's kind of going the way that, like you said, that I think it's going. I think she will eventually betray Goha. I think she's going to be into the whole rush tools thing, whether it's from her son or from the group that she's hanging out with. Somehow that, I, I guess I understand how they haven't figured out she's an adult, but she's really, really bad at covering <laughs> yeah, yes. up her tracks. And that's like, what makes it fun. But yes. Oh yeah. yeah, she's she's more for me at this point like comedic relief and not, I don't really take her even remotely seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even to the point where like that, that robot or whatever came in and was just like, oh, is this is where the top of Hexa- Hexagon yeah. are going to meet. And she's, pushing them out and she's like pushing them out. It's like, if, even if I'm one of those kids and Yuga's sharp as anything... I would be like, uh, are you one of the six? Yeah. Like, like even yeah. the even like the way they were sitting, like it seemed like there might have been five or six seats there. Yep. So like, I, I just thought, uh, I don't know, it's funny. She serves as a comedic device, but definitely, it'll it'll be interesting to see kind of how she factors in going. You okay? You okay? Yeah. Going through in this uh, in this next kind of arc. Yeah. With the, Neil and all that. Now, did she... Okay. I'm trying to remember. If someone okay. could confirm this. Did she go through the door with Yuga and his friends? Yeah, she got them in. Yeah, but 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 I'm saying, did she... Was she trapped on the other side of the door? I think it was just the... Oh. The... But then where did she go? Because she wasn't with um, Arata as he was being closed yeah. into the dishwasher. No, she was either gone or she was... Yeah, with maybe them. she I don't, was gone. Now I don't remember. Can anyone confirm that? Was, Mimi, was Mimi with them in the final shot? I... I would say probably I, not. I think she was. Then that'll be interesting. I honestly because don't remember. I feel like she had to have split. I she feel did. like she had. Right? I, I don't. Was she, she there? Leave? Apparently she did. She, well, she did it. What? She walked through or she left? I can't imagine she, she went did. in with them. That's what Blue said she did. She went in with them. Because that's like bold. If she yeah. left, it makes sense. She can't be seen well, with Well, she's this, one of the kids, right? So, like, right. she has to keep up that persona when right. she's with them. But her boss sees her with her yeah. protagonist friends, and that's not a good look. She also, but she also is kind of curious as to what's going on in this situation, right? Yeah. Because she just witnessed this character straight up cheat, and the Goha systems didn't detect it. Yeah. And now this character talks about this Goha door. So, obviously, whoever's on the other side of that door works for Goha. Right. So, she's probably like, what the F? Like, what is going on here? Right. So, she's yeah. probably curious for her own, like, self-gain. Yeah, and considering here. she's supposed to be one of the top members of Goha, and this is something, information she's not privy on. Exactly. Is there something going on? Exactly. And I that also, makes you think Goha is a pretty deep company that they yeah. have, yeah. like, facets of this of this government that, like, their top officials don't even know about. No. Yeah. And um, I think it also, she said she was going to do reconnaissance, and that's why she wasn't going to be at the meeting. So why would you turn away from potentially vital information yeah. that True. seems to be offered by this kid, Neil? Like, don't you want to know about that if he ends up being an enemy of Goha, where you right. work and you're one of the top officials? 
you want to learn more about that. True. So why That's not? A good point. And she could do it under the guise of, oh, oh she's, she's just kid. a kid, yeah. and she's not part of this dueling thing. I don't know how to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you could play that dumb card. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Um, so that'll be the last thing that we talk about before we take some donations, some comments from you amazing people. I hope you're having a great night, by the way. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, and then, of course, we are going to read the summary for episode 17. Mm-hmm. And make our predictions between Schrodinger and Rook. Last thing I want to touch on is Neil. Mm -hmm. The debut entrance of Neil. The creepy music that was playing, Mm -hmm. which I loved. Mm -hmm. Flies in like the professor. Yep, in the... Yep. Says, welcome to the Garden of Providence. Love that line, by the way. Yeah. Hits him with a a wicked smile, and then we fade to black. It's Kirito's voice. It's all, all is good. Yeah. What that, you... that was very, like, unsettling mm-hmm. for me yeah. for a second. I was like, you, you could hear Kirito? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it was... I mean, knowing it, I was. it was cl- It was clear. If I didn't know that, I'd be like, oh, he sounds familiar. Right. I wouldn't probably have been able to pin it down, but, yeah, knowing it, I was like, geez, that's, yeah. that's kind of scary. So, what do you make of his character? He doesn't seem like a good guy yeah. in the slightest. Yeah, I don't think he's a good guy. I, I no, think Smile was sinister. I think he's going to play the role that a lot of us thought Roa might play. Where Roa is going to turn from you know rival to eventual ally, because that's what happens with all rivals. Mm-hmm. I think this character is, is going to stay villain, villain even yes. after this mini-arc concludes. Yes. I think he's going to be a pretty wicked character. I think so as well. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I kind of hope that. I think this show is in kind of desperate need for some villain presence. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Mr. Goha is not <laughs> done it for huh, me. Huh, the absentee huh, father. Huh, yeah. Huh, what do you huh. mean Mr. Goha is not it for you? I still have to change my alert sound every time someone, huh, like, donates. Huh, huh, huh. huh. That'll no, be incredible. But I, can't wait I, I liked his creepy entrance. I liked the music there. I could still see a path of, like, him being villain and then turned ally, like, kind of situation i hope that's not the case mm-hmm. um but like i said earlier if we can add in kind of like a third or fourth party here that doesn't like goha but also is against our protagonist i think that could be fun because i feel like he he can't work for goha right like he has to be against goha do you think so he do, he does work for goha he does yeah so that's 100 percent confirmed yeah and the big implication for that in this episode was that it was through the goha door right that he was like behind the garden of Prague. so like yeah behind. well i figured like he could have just overtaken like a goha spot and he oh that would be that would have been interesting kind of that's a good point. so we we do know that from the 17th summary which we uh, so I, that's kind of a bummer because it's like i guess it's just Keeps the world too small for you? Or? Yeah, and also I guess Goha just has, like you said, deeper levels that even the top of Hexagon is not aware of. And so they're always keeping their options open of like maybe having this deep hacker duelist that's in there. Right. Just like, you're going to do this stuff behind the scenes of like surveillance of these protagonists. And if they need to come across and meet you, even if you lose, gain all the information you can against them. Yeah, right. I don't. Uh, I don't view it as a bummer. I view it as Goha trying to get more legitimized, and I think they are going to get. Yeah, more legitimized. it depends right? how good kind of this a... character is. If, yeah. he, if he's like really like, I he agree. seems menacing right now, but like we get into the episode and he's he's not, and he's just joking or he's like trash. Right. Then like it will really kill that moment. I, I agree. I, I think this character needs to be. Kind of what Roa was, except without the need to be arrogant to the fans. You know yeah, right. what I mean? Uh, I, I think... I'm just in... I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll just be honest. I'm in some desperate need of just 
some seriousness. Some, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just want something with yeah. a little bit of drama, a little bit of stake to it, you know? Yeah. I like get a, that, yeah. A, a little bit. That's mm-hmm. all I'm looking for. Which we, I think, flirted with a little bit towards the end of the previous arc, but never fully got it. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, with Se- I, I can't sit here and say we will get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. There's no. There's no. Yeah. Might not be. Yeah. Um, bad shot. Um, a little too much oomph. Yeah, I, I think if we are going to get seriousness, this is the character that gives us the best opportunity for it. For now. Um, and for now. And yeah, I just, I hope he's a good duelist. I hope he's a good character. But remains to be seen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yep. Neil uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s, we will see. And we'll read the pre- uh, preview for 17. And of course, we will make our predictions. If you want to make your prediction for the Pick'em, the standings have been updated. It's right in the description. You can copy and paste the email that's going to be in the chat right now. Just send your prediction. Rook or Schrodinger, draw no results as well. Um, we'll re- yeah? No, no, I'll address it later. The Schrodinger's cat? <laughs> yeah, just how on the nose it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like the show does. Yeah. I know, I know, really. We will uh, read some donations, and then we will preview 17, and we will make our official predictions. Sounds good. Start it off. Uh, Sean Gilbride donated uh, $11.11. 1111. 11. Thank 11. you, Sean. Make a wish. Make a wish. Yes. Said, my little cousins can't wait for the TCG to get Rush Duels. Oh, They've yeah. been driving me crazy about it since Rush Dueling was announced. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, that's cool. dude. Yeah. That's very adorable, Sean. Yeah. Yep. Um, I did a video on it today, actually, which is kind of funny, but the patent has been confirmed by the U.S. Trademark Office. That was yesterday, the 22nd. Uh, Rush Duels are coming. I have a couple different sources that have told me that's a thing. I would... Projected to happen maybe mid 2021. Uh, That's gonna be exciting. Rush duels are coming. Yu-Gi-Oh! Seven's dub is coming. Uh, hopefully, we'll get announcements on that early 2021. But yeah, but I'm excited. Dub wise, like U.S. dub wise, or like all I know is it's gonna be. Dub. Is gonna do the same Wait, you know, thing. Do you have a source? Same thing like, as is that a rumor? Or is that a, do you have a source for that? It, it's not been announced, but I have a very good source for that. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, if it ma- it makes sense if the they're patenting the um or trademarking. Rush duels for the U.S. Yeah, that's a part of the whole thing we've been talking about with bringing new new market. This is it. This is the yeah. reset. This is this is the reset, and they have a whole outpost in New York City that is there to dub the show. So right. of course they're going to dub sevens, right. you know. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, Sean, thank you so much yeah. for the very kind donation. Tell your cousins. I said hi, and that I hope they uh, will enjoy Rush Tools when it comes. Yeah, I'm excited for them. Like as yeah. Yeah. new players, like I think that sounds amazing. Yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, Nicholas Horton donated five pounds. Thank you, Nick. Said Roman had her win without getting hangry. Hashtag Roman Empire. I think that's before. Hashtag Roman day. Empire. Yeah, there will probably be but a few still, comments yeah. about that. Yeah, she didn't yes. get hangry. Um, at least she remembered it. At least she remembered it. Definitely. Definitely. Hashtag Roman Empire. Let's yes. go. Thank you, Nicholas. Hashtag Roman Emp. Mm. Yeah. I can do that. Roman Empire. Yeah. Roman, Roman Empanadas. Empire. Roman yeah. Empanadas. <laughs> you have a you have a shirt that literally is Roman Empire. You don't want to cut it short. Yeah. You're right. I gotta I gotta order that shirt. You don't have one yet. You gotta yeah, yeah. order the shirt from your own store. Yeah. I he's not doing he's not doing the printing, so he has to still buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like I feel like he should have had that already, oh, yeah. and then he I, launched it to the so people out in the community, in the lovely community, oh, you, you have like they test have point. one, but you don't. I don't yet, but I'm 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 getting it. I'm gonna buy a thing, big thing in bulk. So I'm waiting for all the items to go up on my store, uh, and then I'm gonna ask you guys which ones you want. And then I'm just gonna buy a big thing in bulk, and and then we're gonna have to pay like way more no. than you normally. Would he's he's gonna really <laughs> mark it up a thousand percent. Yeah. Thank you, Nicholas. Yeah. Thanks. 
<laughs> Roman Empire. Roman Empire. Let's go. Uh, Jack Knight twenty one donated five dollars. Thank you, Jack. Uh, said, "What's up, guys? LCS six being held this weekend from Luxury Gaming. They'll be live on Twitch and taking place on Dueling Book using Sky Striker." Jack, good luck, man. I'm best gonna try to, to tune in. Uh, you and your Sky Strikers, man. I wish you the best. Mm. Everyone wish Jack some good luck. Thank you so much for the donation, man. You're great. Uh, I'm sure I'll probably speak with you before that stream begins, but if I don't, please, dude. Just have fun and do the best that you can. Make us proud, Jack. I know yes, you will. Make us proud. Thank you for the dono. Good luck. Good luck, Good luck bro. Um, next dono is through the link. Thank you. G donated, I think, $3.33. It was hard for me to say. G333. Thank you so much, G. Been lurking for a while. Heck yeah. But because of time zones, I really can't stay up for your streams. I'm about to pass out now, too, but I saw the tweet go up. So I wanted to tell you to keep up the good work. Also excited for Nails or Neil's debut. Thank you so much, G. I always say it. I love my lurkers. I'm probably going to get a big shirt. I love, love my lurkers. lurkers. I really do. I mean, lurkers are the majority of the people that watch my content, streams included. Maybe there's 30 people being active in chat right now. We got 150 watching. Thank you. That's literally 80% of people. Yep. Yeah. Um, that are just just watching just lurking and, and so and that's completely okay you watch the stream the way you want to watch it so I love people uh, I love lurkers so G don't feel bad about doing that thank you so much for the donating donation man you really went above and beyond <laughs> I appreciate it I hope you have a great night man thank you um, next one is from ID season donated three dollars through the link ID season thank you so much man thank you guys for using the link as well again I get a little bit of a bigger cut there. Long-time viewer, lurking longer than Wall Shadow. We got another lurker, oh, ID wow. Shadow. I love it, man. ID Season, excuse me. Love the content. If any of you could make a fusion monster out of two level four or lower protagonist monsters, what would the materials be? That's good. Um, that's a hard question. Um, I cannot answer that yeah, that's question. That's a little, a little <laughs> over my head. Over my head a little bit. I'm going to think about this, ID Season. And thank you, man. Um... Hmm. Was what fusion monster? Yeah, know? love, but level four or lower fusion monster from any of the protagonists. There's so many to choose from. Yeah, level four or lower materials for a fusion. Monster. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking Celtic Guardian because you got this warrior. Yes. But what does it fuse with? That's what I'm trying to think. Celtic Guardian and um. Baby Twag. <laughs> no, that's Joey's. So that wouldn't work. Um. Uh, that is oh, I, I got one. The the cat that Yuga uses yeah. in Rush Duels. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the cat, but you know the cat that's yeah, always yeah. Like, uh, He always tributes it. Uh, so the cat and the Celtic Guardian, and then you just get this huge giant cat with a sword. And then, <laughs> that'd be dope. And that, that'd be pretty funny. Actually. And the cat goes from being this scared little thing to this just massive warrior with a shield and a sword. That, like, that, that would be funny. hilarious. This yeah. big fat cat, dude. That that's it right oh, there. Oh, it's like it has to be like Garfield the cat. It's I, I was a, thinking like a like an in shape cat. Oh, like a buff cat. Yeah, yeah. why does it be fat? It could be, I'd see. Oh, it's a well, I, I meant fat as in like big big bone. cat. Yeah, uh, big. Okay. Oh, yeah. now it's big bone. <laughs> <laughs> He said, oh, well, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Go on, you enjoyed it. Good choice. That's the best. That, was, that was a hard hypothetical, man. But thank you so much for donating. And thank you for watching me for a long time. Seriously, man, I, I really do appreciate it. I hope you're having a great night. Thank you, ID. Yeah, straight familiar, right? That's right. Yeah. Straight familiar. Celtic familiar. That's what it would be. That's, okay. All right, I see you. 
Oh my god. Uh, Electric Kevin donated five Australian dollars. My friend from Aussie land. How you doing, Kevin? Thank you. <laughs> You've got to say it. Uh, no, no more SAO until 2022 with SAO uh, progression. Hmm. But at least we can keep hearing Kazuto's voice in Sevens with Nail playing a villainous role, it seems. Yes. Yep. Kirito's voice. And, yeah. um... Yeah, Kevin, thank you for the donation. I don't know much about Sword Art Online, if you want to take it. I'm only in season two right now. I'm at, towards the end of the uh, Gun Gale arc, so I can't speak too much on it. I still have yeah. to watch season three. Did you get to that, that scene? No, but there's an, there's one earlier in season one, so. There's a few of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... I've, I've seen I've seen the, the one in season three, if that's what you're asking. I've seen it too, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to know. That's the only Sword Art Online thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like eight years ago. I'll show you later. I don't want no, to. No, don't. No, you want to see it. Yeah. Trust me. No, no, you don't. <laughs> so basically, the show is still going, and it's not coming back till 2022. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. What's the reason for that? I don't know the reason. Does that have to do with COVID? Yeah, I'm not or caught up, just... so I don't yeah, know. I'm not caught up to it either. But, but we will yeah, we will be able to hear his voice in seven. So for USAO fans, at least there will be some sort of comfort there. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. Hell yeah. Uh, Dragon Fist 900 donated $5. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, man. Said, oh. my reviewing hard drive got wiped a few weeks ago, Ugh. so I lost most of the stuff from my... Um, DSOD mm-hmm. review. Yeah, Dark Side Dimensions. Oh, right. Uh, only uh, thing salvaged was the complete completed script. I mean, wh- words. At least you have the script. I guess that's you could read that's that's a, that's a pretty difficult thing to you know. The script, I think, is the worst thing to lose. Yeah. Unless you're a good editor, which I'm not, because if you're a good video editor, I mean, you know, you can All spend assets, thirty yeah. hours into it. Yeah. Um, I'm not, so that doesn't really bother me. This, losing the script would be the most debil- the heartbreaking part for me. So at least you have that, Mark. He just got to record the audio again. Dude. But it sucks. If that script is like a 20, 30-minute script, which it might be. That's a lot. That's of a lot of re-recording, yeah. and you already did it. It sucks, man. I'm it sorry to hear that. sucks when technology fails you. I'm sorry to hear that, Mark. But, hey, you'll get through it, man. And thank you for the dono. I appreciate that. Good luck. Good luck. Seriously, man. Good luck. Uh, Goose donated $5 through the link. Goose! Thank you, Goose. Like <laughs> All right. Goose, thank you for the five dollars. What did he say? To the idea Pete had of Roman not really winning on her own merit, you can compare it to how my Valentine under the influence of the seal of Orichalcos or Alexis under the Society of Spoiler. Light influence. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. There's it's just <laughs> arc names. Um, yeah, I guess that's fair. But in those cases, Goose, I would argue because they were forcefully possessed by a third party maybe in the hangry case roman was i mean even in that case roman wasn't really possessed so they're kind of similar but they're also kind of different i mean in the episode that just aired she definitely wasn't possessed she got there on her own will um whereas the society of light was you know brainwashing seal of oricalcos was you know complete and total possession um well maybe not the seal as much as the society maybe not the seal as much as the society because you're choosing to activate the card and it's still kind of you. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a trope that Yu-Gi-Oh! has always done. But I guess, yeah, with Yu-Gi-Oh! girls. But remember, one of Chaz's, one of Chaz's biggest wins was in the Society of Light Art. Yeah, Manjome. <laughs> People love Manjome. He's another character that I, I really don't like. But <laughs> I think Chaz it up. Loves. Chaz it up. Manjome Thunder. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna get you that shirt. <laughs> Uh, there is no shirt. No, There's gotta make shirt. No, there is make, no shirt. I know a guy. Make it happen. Goose, thank you for the donation. How many more do we have right now? Uh, four. 
Okay, we're going to read two more. We will get to the last two and any more that come in, and then we're going to make our predictions for Schrodinger versus Rook. Uh, next is from TNX Rail, donated $6.66. Ooh, thank you, Thomas. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. said, mm. Kaizo was unable to simp for Roman this episode. We will have to do it for him. I theorized... The- yeah, theorize, just not spelled with a Z. Theorize, Roman powers could be psychic. Any thoughts? Could be. Hmm. Um, and nothing leads me to believe that yet. Yeah. But, could be. We have uh, Rook's devil power, so why not some psychic power going on? Yeah, I, I feel like if it was, you know, psychic power makes me think of, like, Aki, obviously, an at-home example, being able to, like, actually physically damage things and being able to, like, even, like, the psychic in the sense of telekinesis where you can read what your opponent is thinking. Mm-hmm. Roman hasn't displayed any of those kind of traits with her power. It, her power really just seems to make her go crazy and become this, like, really intense duelist. Um, so I don't know if I would use psychic to describe it, but... I respect it. If she gets a beers, it's very possible that maybe yeah, that's the route they'll go. I mean, we've already seen it in Yu-Gi-Oh, so... But thank you, Thomas. I appreciate it, man. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. The next dono is from Exy's Lover. Oh, thank you, Josh. <laughs> thank you so much, man. You don't have to, dude. Uh, said, enjoyable episode. Worried that the duels against Team Mia will be the same as versus Team Roa. Rook mm-hmm. will win, Gakuto lose, and Yuga win. That is a perfect donation to end yes. that on because, yes. Josh, thank you for the donation. That's where we're going right now. And I am genuinely, um, I have the same concern. I have the same concern. Yes. Um, Roman already kind of won the first duel against Team Neil. Right. But if we're going back to best of three, which we might not, but if we yeah. do, it I wouldn't of... expect Yuga's team to run rough shot. And if Rook is dueling the first duel, most likely he's immature. Can you? Right? Yeah. Can you? Can you get a growl, bro? Can you get a grip, man? Yeah. You go. <laughs> most if Rook wins, then most likely Gakuto has to lose. So that would be kind of crappy for Gakuto, you know. Um, but let's take a look here. Do we know who's dueling in the upcoming... We know it's Rook versus the cat yeah, guy. Yeah, that we know. But do we know the next two after... Do we know there's three guys? No, we don't. we don't. We don't. we don't know. So here is the summary and cast for episode 17 airing on Friday. Make your pick to the pick'em if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Here it is. The cat in the Garden of Providence. The one who stole Kaizo's data is Sion Jinel, right. a boy who oversees all of Goha's duels... And also says the enigmatic word providence. In order to retrieve Kaizo's data, Yuga and company must risk losing their dual accounts and try to defeat Neil and his group. And their first opponent is simultaneously a cat and a human? Mm-hmm. The cast list Yuga, Rook, Gakuto, Roman, Mimi. So she did get through. Neil, Sebastian, we don't know who that is. Nekoyama, Schrodinger, Otis, and then extras. Oh, so we have Otis again. Another Otis. Another Otis. Could be a flashback like Could it was in 15. Yes, yes. Um, so we have to make our predictions on Rook versus Schrodinger. So based on that summary, it seems like, Pete, what you were asking for, that there is there are stakes, higher which, stakes than we've seen in the past. Seems good. Yeah, in the sense of them losing their dual accounts. So that's the other thing. Is it? A, is it? We don't know if 
let's say it's let's say it's three duels, right? Yes. If every time they duel and they lose, does that character lose their duel account forever? Or do they all have to lose? Forever? Or do they or do they have yeah. to lose the match? And even if one of them loses, they'll get it back if they beat Neil. Right. It, yeah. It's probably that. It's probably probably that. that. Um, you guys ready to make predictions? I think so. And then we're gonna talk more about the summaries and stuff. Okay. Get the group. And again, we do this. We do it in the chat so that we can't change the one with Cal, so that we can't change our prediction based on what other people are saying to try and gain an edge. Is that this one? Yes, okay. okay. I want all our names in it. Yeah. <laughs> and again, wow, make really? sure make sure you get your picks in. You can win a gaming console if you come in first. You can win some other minor prizes if you come in the top 10 slots. Is there a... Email and uh, standings are down below. Pete is thirteen and one. Nick T is twelve and two. Me and Cal are eleven and three. Kate is ten and four. Ready to send? Yes. Three. You ready, Pete? Yeah. Three, two, almost... one. Send. So you almost psych me out, dude. Okay. Do we know Cal? We what, know. What's Cal's. the ending of yours? I. It's <laughs> like uh, you're leaving me like has what? What, what is the has? <laughs> and then I'm like, has what? Okay, <laughs> we've made our predictions. Calibro. Has picked Rook. He didn't give me a reason. He picked Rook. He's in Florida. Well, he didn't text us because he's probably out partying. He's you know, he's, he's, you like, know he's out he's, right he's probably there. playing Top Golf Orlando. Yeah. yeah. That is it specifically called Top Golf Orlando. I hope. <laughs> um, Kate, you want to start? No. Nick T, you want to start? Sure. Um, I don't have a huge. Re- I mean, it's yeah. Like I don't, the reasoning I feels start. similar I to a huge, lot of the yeah. other reasonings. I mean, this guy. This he's not. You know. The stakes seem high enough where it's like Rook just isn't going to lose. Yeah. Just like Mimi wasn't going to... Wa- uh, not Mimi, excuse me. Roman wasn't going to wash dishes forever. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. So, you know, I think... Uh, There's an alternate reality where there's another oh. seven show. Well, and it's our guys go off doing their thing. And then, and then we always cut back to Roman just endlessly cleaning, cleaning dishes. Cleaning the dishes, I'm going to say yes. something baffling. There's a, an unlimited amount. There's an infinite amount of realities where an infinite amount of outcomes I know, exist. But in that one, that's <laughs> yeah, what that happened. That one, yeah. Anyway. Can you make your pick? Yeah, Rook. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have any crazy reason besides I don't think a half man, half cat is going to win. <laughs> um, I, I think that's pretty fair. And... We seem to maybe going in the same way of building up to Neil, so right. his underling is, Doing a, I highly yeah. doubt, going to beat Rook. We're going to give Rook's first loss against this half-cat. So, yeah. so this was an easy pick for you guys. I thought it was oh, pretty yeah. simple. Man, I got to tell you, I struggled with this pick really? for a while. And I got to be honest, if we did this stream on probably Monday night, I think I would have picked the other way. Why is that? Well, to be honest, I think this is the... So I'm picking Rook. I'm picking Rook. I think this is the perfect time to have Rook lose. And, this and is really, the f- like, shatter his ego. Because he's already mm. having that issue he's, he's, with... Yeah, exactly. He's already having this confidence right. issue now that Yuga wants to be king of duels. And I think this is the first duel where he might see that uncertainty play out. And because it's such a weird, trippy setting... Based on the preview, right? I, I just could see that I could see Rook losing this. I could see it going. And and way, his character would essentially be hitting rock bottom here. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I just does it feel too soon for that though? No, it doesn't. It for doesn't, me, it does. It, it, and against this guy, like I could see where you're coming yes. from, and that could 100 percent happen. And that would 
shake things up from what just happened with our trio of duels against Roa. Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't see this as the guy to do it. That's the other aspect of it, though, because if Rook beats Schrodinger, you know Yuga and Neil is probably the final duel. And then you have a situation where Gakuto versus insert duelist here, Gakuto's probably losing. Yeah. Right? Unless you win, but yeah. unless it, Rook loses here, and then maybe Gakuto gets his first win. Does this have to be a win. two out of three though? Could they, they could run Rushad through? Um, they might run Rushad. What if this is the only guy? What if Mimi gets involved in duels? Could be, or what if this is the only guy in the way of Neil? The next duel is literally just Yuga Neil. Neil. Boom, we win. We go two and zero. Right? Cool. Could be. Could like, be. If you told me like Neil is going up against Rook, and I have Yuga there in the background, I go, okay, well Rook's probably gonna lose. If this duel was Neil versus Rook, I'd, I'd picking Neil in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'd be picking Neil oh, yeah. because then I'm like, well, you're setting up for Neil versus Yuga, everything on the line, all their accounts on the line. Right. But since it's against like, a half cat man. I Another thing that we're forgetting is is, 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 is Neil gives them the ability to cheat and do whatever they want because he oversees. That's a very unique perspective True. on this. It adds the cheese. To so the it adds the cheese. So Schrodinger, the half man, half cheese. the half man, half cat is going to be able to do really whatever he wants in this duel legally with his deck and with his cards. That gives him a advantage over Rook, just like Arata had one over Roman. So that also was kind of leaning me towards maybe you just throw a huge wrench. At the end of the day, though, um, yeah, Schrodinger, uh, is Rook going to lose to a half-man, half-cat? Yeah. Does he have a hat? I, I don't know. Hat? Some people think he does, some people yeah. don't. I just want to say... At least for the sake of the name, based on how you read it to me, he's simultaneously both cat and man. Right. Well, do you, do you want to explain what Schrodinger's cat theory well, is? I mean, I can explain it roughly and terribly, but the idea is that he Schrodinger leaves a cat in, in a box, and because we are don't see it and are unsure of the fate of the cat, it is both simultaneously, in reality, dead and alive. Yeah. No one actually did that experiment. No, someone did that experiment. Well, I didn't know that. It's it's a it's a thought. It's supposed no, actually, to be. No, I, I think I don't know if someone actually did it or not. I can't remember. It's supposed to be just a thought experiment, right? Because um, if you if you don't see it and you don't know the fate of it, it reality dictates that both possibilities are occurring. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm the joke, and I yeah. imagine that's what the joke is. Yeah, like he's, he's both simultaneously two, man yeah. and cat. We just yeah. don't know which. <laughs> but right there is another thing of like a a kid would never, ever no. understand that. No. Right. So and that's th- that so adds to the adult no. element right. to no that. One, no, no 10-year-old knows what Schrodinger's No kid is no, no. no That's quantum, like, psychic stuff. Yeah. 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 Like, psychic. <laughs> Psychology. Oh, yeah. I guess it is psycho- yeah. psychological school thought. Yeah. Psychic. Same thing. No. no. Um, you not. should know that. Psychic so, is, a, is a, a phony profession. So we're, we're all picking Rook. Kate, what are you picking? Rook. Okay, your reasoning? Same. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. We're Rook around the board. I... Uh, I struggled with this more than I probably would like to admit. No one else did. So we'll see what happens. I'm sleeping easy. I'd love for us to be like, yeah, it's easy. And like, oh, I struggled. And you yeah. were right. I mean, you know, you're... you're your your reservations could be correct yeah and i guess in that regard too i guess i struggled with it but i didn't like really struggle with it yeah i don't sleep over it man i had that thought (laughs) okay (laughs) i simulated this duel a hundred times in my um graphic oh the one you got from konami yeah in my i right i simulated this duel a hundred times in my graphic calculator 
and Schrodinger wins about 18% of the time. So I took that and I said, well, are 18% of the people in the Pick'em League going to pick Schrodinger? Because if 18% of the people don't pick Schrodinger in the duel between Schrodinger and Rook, then I'm actually getting good value for my money if I do pick Schrodinger. But if 25% of the people pick Schrodinger, then it's all of a sudden, okay, well then I'm probably going to pick Rook because I'm getting good odds on Rook. So I had to decide, well, 18%, you rounded up to 20. Are one in five people going to pick Schrodinger in this duel? And I said, well, maybe, but probably not. But then draw no results is also an option. So if they, you know, draw no result, then maybe they don't lose their account. So are 5% of people going to pick draw no result? You figure 80 people play, that's about four people. Uh, and I said, nah, you know, we don't really get a lot of draw no result picks. So that's why I picked Rook. Oh, I see. Did you follow that? No. no. You didn't follow any? Pete, you followed that. I kind of tuned out when you said 18 well, I just came out of my coma. <laughs> so like... Yeah, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. No, I, I, I get the sense... I took a little cat nap. I get... Nice. The sense of a, a lot of what you said was not nonsense, was very grounded in, in gambling odds. It kind of <laughs> terrifies me. When I heard the value for money, like, He's always for had money, a good odds, I was like, oh shit, this is... You should play poker with him. Jesus. Oh, yeah, it's probably a nightmare. I, we have played poker with him. I lose every time. <laughs> Back in the back, uh, we gotta play against. Yeah. We have to. As nah. a senior year of high school, oh man, he took us for all we had. Five dollar games, bro. Yeah, Come yeah. On. But amongst like eight people, you know that would add up. I'd have some pretty good nights. You'd have some good I'd be going to Applebee's. Yeah, you'd be going to Applebee's. Yeah, you could afford a two for twenty at least. You're right. <laughs> Stardust Dragon asked if you could repeat what you said because he wasn't listening. Oh, um, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Go for it. There's a rewind feature on YouTube. <laughs> Are you, you, I have to say, you did, like, given the wordiness and the length of, that you described that, you went through it very quickly. No, I don't know did, how you processed I, that. And, and you only, like, flubbed on one word. Yeah, you went... Yeah, it was nice. That was pretty good. It was really yeah, good, yeah. I was in another dimension. I wasn't even listening. That's okay. You look back at my face. I'm just staring I in felt, one I direction. I fell asleep. I'm not gonna one direction? You're yeah, a fan of the band? Yes. Um, nah, dude. Big Time Rush. Well, I am. I do stand big time rush. What happened to the Naked Brothers band? They all. That's a legitimate question. Um, one of the kids is light. Yagami in Death Note. <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. Yeah, and in, in the in the Netflix remake. I believe it's Alex Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, is it Alex or Nat in in Death Note? It might be Nat. I forgot about that. That is something I didn't see coming. Yeah, right no. there. That no. was a plot twist. Yeah. Um, Netflix. Yes, it'll come right up. Well, I guess that'll... Uh, we'll read some more donations. No, it wraps it up. There's nothing so, more... Well, no, I was going to say wraps it up for our conversation. There's not really too much else to discuss yeah. there, right? I mean, it's we can talk about... By the way. What you thought of what's kind of happening between Rook and Roman. I mean, did you have, <laughs> yeah, oh, have any really go into thoughts that. on Yeah, so Rook, on Rook and Roman. Rook X Roman, maybe we should be saying. Maybe. Um, I want to know your... Did you get... Any yes. romantic cues? Yes, you yes. did. Yes. Wow, because so did it's four for four. Man. So did Pete, and n none of us. So that's crazy, because none of us said this. No. But Pete was the one, the romantic over here at the end. Yeah. He was the one who said <laughs> unprompted. And I want to point out unprompted. Pete said that you know I don't think sevens will do romance. Yeah. No, not at all. But if they do, I think it's gonna be between Rook and Roman. That would be how you do it. And, like in a live action Netflix remake, and, that's how they do it. And what's crazy is <laughs> I I could good. <laughs> I could see it. I absolutely could see yeah, it. Right. 
Um, and put it this way: there's not going to be any romance in the show. It's like a 99% chance. In my I agree with that. However, I think the two of them can end up being like best friends by the end of the show. Oh, that I definitely agree with. But even if they, they, for the lack of a better term, flirt with the idea of it, like it's like like picture an elementary school crush. Not where you're like dating or doing anything, but you both like like each other. It's not really a romance thing because they're not nothing's happening. Similar to the Reigns, where, like, there was an implied thing on the bench, and that's all we got. Right. Um, still very bitter over that. Um, yeah, I wanted them to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he just said it cold, too. Like, you know Can he's someone... been deep in the yeah, fanfics wanted... on that one. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> but Go on. I just, like, just the, at least what, based on what we got in this episode, I can, like, toy with the idea of them just, like... Having this like grade school like little like infatuation with the other, with the other, even if that comes in the form of them like bickering. Yeah, but that's what people in elementary school do when they have a crush exactly. on each other. They bicker. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be it'll be probably harmless. And even if like anything. that, like even though yes, it was because he came to save her with the power. Like the whole idea of her wanting to cry tears of joy, like gave me like when she's looking down, almost blushing, but I don't know. Yeah, like. I don't know. You got that sense. It's just the way they go back and forth at each other. Yeah. Like, even before she was revealed as a traitor. Mm-hmm. Like, brother. I don't know. I just feel like they have an interesting dynamic. Yeah. What would be really interesting is, like, if we hear, like, you know, because Roman obviously has the headphones on a lot. If we hear that she listens to, like, jazz or, like, you know, old school, school music. Okay. And then, like, okay. Rook, like, you know, this. breaks her heart. And then one episode she's listening to, like, Ariana Grande. And, like, that would show some pretty interesting development there. That she okay. go, you know what I mean? I, no. <laughs> I feel like this is so, happening tonight. Where, where are you going with this? Exactly. Well, like, she gets her heart broken, and so, like, her music style changes. But from jazz, is, is this, like, a, a downgrade? Are you implying that no, I'm not, somehow I'm not talking pop about, is less cerebral than I'm not jazz? talking about an upgrade or a downgrade, but sometimes that music helps you go, you know, through breakups. I'm not, all right. Uh, well, I do want to recall... I Pete, I think was Pete there because I know DJ was a conversation in Outback. Um, I was not part of this. Yes, you were. Um, two years ago, two years ago, a year and a half ago. Oh, I remember. Um, talking about you hating Ariana Grande, and specifically for the reason um, your ex tw- what tweeted about. <laughs> oh, that's a song. not what I was referencing. No, but it just brought me to that. that. Is not yeah, what, what I was, was the song? Boyfriend. No, boyfriend. no, 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 no. It was she. They, she favorited a tweet from her. That said, I can't remember now. It was so long. Yeah, it ago. was a very long time ago. Yeah. But I remember you really like. Oh no! But you did quote boyfriend saying it's like only like people like dirtbags like can glorify cheating and this and that. And, I was, and that's when DJ was pro cheating, I believe. Ah, uh, yeah, probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You agree with DJ? I'm not. No, 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 not at all. I think it's a great song. There's a lot there of was, hesitation. Wait, hold on. There was There's a, a lot, lot of hesitation. Of no. We're not talking about Ariana Grande anymore. We're talking about, do you agree with... No, how did this come from? No, not Next at all. Next dono. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, I was just asking. Next dono. My goodness. This is... You get just a, you, devolved that conversation. I don't even know how we ended up there. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't have to hate Ariana Grande. It's okay. I, I don't hate Ariana Grande. Okay. She's completely irrelevant to my life. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm glad you're glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad you've moved, moved past that. <laughs> Ariana Grande is irrelevant to my life. I'm good. You already said that. We get it. Okay. 
All right. right. The conversation's not even good. Yeah, I mean, I'm good. Nick, he's still looking at me. (laughs) I just feel like you're. He's looking right at me. (laughs) No, that's it. These comments are going to be fun. Oh, wait, so what? I'm still confused at the point you were trying to make that she was listening to Ariana Grande to solve her heartbreak after Rook breaks her heart. Right. And they like they go meta, you know. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It's meta. I mean, at, at this point in time, I'd probably pick someone more relevant, but sure. You're right. That's fair. Yeah. But I see the point. Yeah, jazz to something else. Something yeah. to ease the pain. Something to ease the pain. Even if they don't go down the actual serious route of romance, they can make a lot of jokes to it in the show, though. Oh, I would love Definitely. that. Cause it, Rook, well, they already have with, like, Mimi and Roa. No. But, like, more in the sense of, like, of Rook being completely oblivious to, like, the world around him. Oh, my God. Like, they're giving not, him like, every getting, like, sign and, yeah. possible. I think those, just, could, those yes. could be pretty funny. But, yeah. They're, they're not going to go that route. But to see them become friends would be, like, yeah. actual like good friends, friends would be cool. Yeah, it would be. It would be cool. Colin Cleve says, where were we, where are we going with this again? I don't know. I, yeah, I, lost, I lost the plot a long I, time I, ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Pete, don't you brought know. that up? <laughs> I did not bring up that area of the topic at all. It was just ironic to me that he, he chose Ariana Grande. I don't know. That, that but then you, but then you brought up, like, pro-cheating stuff. You brought that up. You definitely did. I was saying you, you were upset about that. Ariana Grande. Right, and then that. DJ, I think, defended the act. Yes, but I didn't say yes. anything about that. Oh, well, I just wanted to know your opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a, a point in the night, regardless of what night it is, it just things just usually, spiral. Usually it's like later in the usually night. Usually it's probably later. an hour into the stream, yeah. guys. We're getting old. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that, Alex, where he, he goes, it reminds me of Kate's face the one time where we had a 20-minute discussion where the rest of us were talking about your, urinal etiquette. Urinal etiquette. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, urinal etiquette. There's yeah. No does, does, does Alex need a reminder? Does urinal no. etiquette change now with COVID? No. If anything, more stringent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think it should, yeah, let's at least two apart. Because you have to figure they're probably only about a foot and a half apart. So maybe, maybe four apart. So you get, maintain that six foot distance. Yeah, you're also not facing each other. But you're still you. right next to you're each other. You're still right next to each other. If I can turn and cough at the guy, yeah. I don't, you know. I, it, it, it doesn't really matter to me. I know you'd say that. Right hey, it's me. It's this conversation. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Uh, Nixie's the one talking about it. He brought it up. <laughs> well, Alex brought okay, it up. Okay, what's the next dono we have over there? Next dono is from Goose. He donated $2. Goose. Goose. Sending positive vibes and kindness to everyone. Perfect timing. Perfect. Time Perfect. For that. Could not have been a better <laughs> dono to go back Thank on you, to. Thank you, Goose. Thank, Thank you, dude. Goose. Jesus. <laughs> Well, that was a very nice Aww. comment. Razor Shark uh, 317 said, Every Wednesday night, this show gets funnier and funnier every time. You guys are the best. Uh, really oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Razor. <laughs> thank you. I think you're the only one that agrees with that right now. We're in our minds. Yeah, we, need, we needed that confidence boost. Tom, this gamer goes, I just got on. What on earth are they talking about? <laughs> we never know. We've lost the actual topic of the podcast. We Are Are we booting up after dark? Yeah, we might be. Oh, maybe i got to bring that back, first of all. Yeah. When, um, when do you want to do another After Dark? T- later tonight. Next dono. I just threw up. 
Next dono is from Ice Aiden. Thank you, Ice. Ice. Thank um, you, dude. Donated two dollars and said, "What are your thoughts on Roman superpower?" Well, we talked well, about yeah, that a lot. You know what's funny to me though? Yeah, he donated that like at least fifteen minutes after that debate. <laughs> uh, so you might have missed the debate, but we we had a good debate. Um, I I I like it. I think it it adds to her character. Um, I think it shows off her personality really well. The ability. Um, Nick T was more in the middle. I was yeah, pretty in the middle. And Pete, Pete was more on the side of like, eh, it's kind of not like a, a fair win. Uh, it's not an honest win, which is you know complete. We we really it's valid. We really all yeah absolutely. We really all had like, com- we were on like the complete opposite ends of the spectrum there. So it was a good debate though. I say, and if you missed it, we talked about it a lot beginning of the stream. Mm-hmm. But thank you for the donation, Ice. Uh, Alan Wilkinson donated two pounds. Thank you, Alan. Um, said Theory, Yuga's master dual deck is Silent Fiend. That would be amazing. So Silent Magician is what Yugi's deck was. Oh. Um, so it would be great if that was the case, Alan, because obviously it would be the deck that Yugi used at the end of Duel Monsters. Right. Um, yeah, it's a cool theory. I, like I personally do not think we are getting master duels in this show. No, I don't think so at all. But given the new market... It's just yeah. There's no they, point. They want to. They want to boost that game. They want to yeah. continue with that game. Exactly. But thank you, Alan. Thank you, man. And initially, I thought the dono said the message said Silent Hill themed, and I was like, <laughs> Hell yeah! Triangle Head is like the yeah. Final that'd level. be dope. Kids be would kids cool, would not like that. Didn't Konami own Silent Hill or no? You know what? Let's, let's fact check that. Let's fact check that. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna do it. Fact checking. 2020. Fact. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. Well, you know. Silent Hill. Great game series, by the way. Oh I can't spell. I keep spelling Solent. <laughs> so not the film. The video game, 1999. It is Konami. Very oh, nice, wow. Dylan. So they could do that. Nice. So, so they literally could. They literally that could. That would be really cool. Terrifying. I don't think, like, small children would appreciate that. Eh, we're not marketing for them. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure about that? We're changing Yikes. the marketing scheme. <laughs> Konami owns Metal Gear Solid. They also own Metal Gear Solid. We're now attacking 18 to 34-year-old adults. <laughs> We've changed the demographic. Just shifted it. Like. Shifted it. Yeah, all right. Let's go. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Danger Charizard donated $5. Said, vote photons for create a card. What is that? Uh, you, the official Yu-Gi-Oh! Twitter, they're creating one card of an archetype that wins like a, a 16 bracket. Oh. So they're in, I think, the quarters of the semis right now. It's Kaito's Photons versus Frogs. Um, and I know at the halfway point, after like thousands of votes, it was like Frogs was like 50.5% and Photons were 49.5%. Super close. So your vote really does matter. Vote Photons. Let's get some Kaito love. Uh <laughs> Danger Charizard, I'll spread that propaganda, man. Thank you for the donation. Vote photons. Do people really want like a new frog ar- archetype card? Is that a thing? Is that a popular? People thing? like totally awesome. That's that's a name of a. Card. That's the name. That's a very totally good. Totally awesome. Totally what? awesome. That is pretty awesome. I like that. I hate that card. Oh. Wow! Right after she said I like that too. Well, I yeah. Card is for Kate. It's a good effect. Electric Kevin donated ten <laughs> Australian dollars. Said, what are some dream duels you'd like to see happen between duelists from different series? The closest thing we got was Shay versus Crow in Arc 5, an amazing duel that 
Dylan didn't like that crow one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like crow, and how, why are you going to hurt the character from their own show by letting a legacy character that doesn't need to get wins win, right? Yeah, it's a good sure. point. Sure, crow, crow had the entirety of 5Ds right. to do what he wanted to do. Right. And then he beats a character that had been built up really, really well. Oh, yeah, that actually does kind of suck right? when they say that. Yeah. yeah. You really hate Crow, though. I don't like Crow. I, I really don't like Crow. But I would feel that I feel the same way about Jack Atlas as well in some Yeah, degree. if he just showed up and, like... But Jack didn't really do that. If he just, like, showed up and spanked, like, a... Yeah, I, I get that. Well, he spe- well, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but, um... Well, why not? You've just been doing it all stream anyway. Yeah. I might as well keep it the theme. I might as well not watch any of the Legacy shows. Um... <laughs> yeah, so, um... Dream Duel. I would have always loved to see Seto Kaiba versus Jack Atlas. Oh, a- any of the rivals going up against each other, like Revolver versus Reiji, Revolver versus Jack. I was thinking Jack Revolver. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Any of the rivals. I'd rather see the rivals duel each other than the protagonists, to be honest. That, yeah. yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, which might not be a, be a popular opinion. Because that a duel like that can go either way, and you get more Zane like, versus Kai. But yeah, yeah, get get sick. get the protagonist, you know, powers out. I, I want to see the rivals just duel. You don't know who's gonna win. Right. I'd love to see. You it. get a lot of edgy dialogue. Yeah. I hate myself. You know, I hate the world <laughs> around me. I'm gonna burn everything to ash. Like those are the. Di- hey, are you speaking as a, as a rival <laughs> or yourself? Next donation. Electric Kevin, thank you so much. <laughs> He's the only one who answered that question. <laughs> thank you for the dono, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It's, to- it's totally awesome. Read the effect. Hold it's on, short. I gotta, I gotta click on the card. Yeah, it's, it's a short effect. Oh my lord! Yeah, it's a short effect. yeah, it does twenty-five things. That is pretty totally awesome. Once per turn during the standby phase, you can detach one Xyz material from this card. Special summon one frog monster from your deck. Once per turn during either player's turn, when your opponent activates a spell trap card. Or monster effect, you can send one aqua type monster from your hand or face up from your field to the graveyard, negate the activation, and if you do destroy that card, then you can set it to your field. If this card is sent to the graveyard, you can target one water monster from in your graveyard, add it to your hand. Oh my it, it's, lord. It's just the the fact that it prevents what? it prevents you from playing basically. Yeah, it's like oh yeah. it's I, like anything it's very, that you, you counter. Yeah, it's a very good card, so I, I hate when it's on the field. Great art, though, and name. Yeah, great yeah. name, I'm, I'm, cool art, but vote photons, you know, it's yeah. simple as that. I'm going to vote for the toad. It's not, no, but it's not the toad, it's the toad, it'd be get, the frog, that archetype would be getting another card. Why is that so bad? Help it's, me understand. It's it's because you hate dueling against it. I think that's why. I, I don't even it. duel against it honestly, because I only do duel links. So like, it, it really is irrelevant to me. But I'd like to see an anime archetype win. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's good enough reasoning. What about? I'll accept that. Judai versus Soul Burner. Judai versus Soul Burner. That'd be a Too good one. Fired up duel. Yeah, that'd be yeah, a good. I think that'd be some fun. That'd be cool. I uh, Judai would win, but that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah. some fun. Well, hey, we thought. Soul Burner would lose the revolver, and he didn't, so. You're right. Villains <laughs> dueling each other would be cool. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Like, um... Pegasus and, uh... Lightning would be Ooh. interesting. Oh, that'd be real fun. Yeah. Yeah, Gyami Marek versus, like, Spectre. I would... <laughs> <laughs> I would literally watch any Yami Marek. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yami Marek came back in 70s. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally impossible that I would lose my shit. 
<laughs> of you, all characters, a murderous like. Could you imagine him in, in that universe? <laughs> no. <laughs> they would have to either turn, completely change the tone of the show, or like. Well, he would have to shit they, on everything around. Oh yeah, they, or they would have they, to neuter him. Like go, he would just be like. They go, so, they go into the class, and the teacher is just dead on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening to him tonight? Dude, oh my god. <laughs> no. I'm just picturing Yami Barrick in that universe. That would be incredible. <laughs> oh, jeez, dude. Yeah, that can't happen. <laughs> yeah, that can't many happen. reasons. Oh, boy. That's funny. But I feel like I could, as a villain, could fit into this universe. Yeah. yeah. He's a jokester, but he's also a little serious. So yeah, he definitely could. That'd be Unlock fun. the door to New World. It bro. could also, like, literally... That could literally work. Yeah. Given... The digital That's nature. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, exactly. I think we can move on, right? Eh? Yeah, of course. I was waiting for you guys. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Uh, Captain Rex donated two Canadian dollars and said, the pick'em don't work for us. Um, uh, still, I think it's mods Is it mods only? I think it's mods only. Where did you change that? Oh, I didn't change that yet. I'm sorry, yeah. Captain Rex. Um, I, I will, I will, I'll make a note of that. There'll yeah. be a cooldown anyway, but... Yeah. Still. <laughs> Joseph said, hey guys, wanna play? Hey kids, wanna play? And that's how many Oh my lord. Okay, I made a note for it, Cammy, uh, and I will add that right after the stream. Uh, Nicholas Horton donated five pounds. Thank you, Nick. Said, Back. final attack on Titan season premieres December 7th. It'll run for 50 episodes, split into two. Yeah. Cores. Cores. Yeah. Did, I didn't even. Mean? I didn't even look at the. the yeah, what's that mean? Right? Wow. It just means seasons, basically. Oh, okay. Cycles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cycles. Um, oh wow. That, that's it. They're ending it. Yeah. Attack on Titan. If you want to watch, now's the time to binge before yeah. the final season I'm starts in December. Uh, I probably yeah, won't, but I, I've, I'm sure it's a very good show. Sure it's great. Yeah. So Nicholas, I hope you enjoy it. To all the Attack on Titan fans out there, I hope you enjoy it, and thank you for the dono. That was another one of those shows where I watched like the first couple of episodes and then. Stop. Gotta else. jump back into it. That's how I feel. I felt about my hero. I watched like the first five episodes, and surprisingly, I don't know. I just didn't get into it. But yeah. everyone says get through the first season, and then it. It's yeah, good. I like the first season so, too. For power. Nice ending, Dick. What? <laughs> Come on, tell me. <laughs> Next dono. Next dono, Goose donated $7.77. Oh, Goose, we need that look. Also, by the way, the the um, the ramen was 666666. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just, we, well, the price went from 66 yen, uh, a complete, <laughs> the total being 660. Yeah, and it said it ended, oh, that deal seconds. ended six seconds ago. What kind of restaurant is that? Yeah. yeah a terrible one. I mean, that's, that, a that's a, like, an insane markup. Oh, yeah. Excuse me? Goose! Thank you, man. <laughs> Dylan's calculations or reason for his pick reminds me of Deku mumbling to himself. How crazy is that? That's weird, actually. Or Doctor Strange going through the multiple scenarios. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Goose. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. What a compliment. That is a compliment. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for donating through the, the link. 14 million possibilities, there's <laughs> one where Schrodinger's cat wins. <laughs> That's it? Yep. I simulated the duel between Rook and Schrodinger. 15 million times. Do we win any of times does Schrodinger win? Once. Alan Wilkinson donated two pounds. Thank you, Alan. Said, uh, 
Neil versus Yuga could be Master Duel? Could be. You know, to be honest, Alan, I really just, I know I'm negative Nancy when it comes to it. I don't think we are getting a Master Duel uh, in sevens. And I hope I'm wrong about that because I think it would be cool, but... It's just not the game they're really marketing. Yeah, exactly. And we know that they exist in the universe. Right. But that's, that, what, was that's before. what Yuga is right. trying to, to rail against. Yeah, and so maybe you do get a scenario where Rush, you know, Yuga needs to prove his worth in a master duel. Right. Um, against Mr. Goha. Maybe. Says you beat me in a regular duel, we'll do Rush duels. But then again, wouldn't the whole point be if you beat me in a Rush duel, then we'll it do would, Rush yeah. duels? Oh, yeah. so like, We're not going to see match duels. Yeah, I don't think we are. I don't think we are. We know a new mechanic is coming to Rush duels in December. Could be fusion. Could be ritual. Could be something completely new entirely. That could be fun. Yeah, that'll be really exciting. We'll see so some fusion. That's yeah. What I want to say. Yeah. We'll see, Alan. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I'm excited. Yuga versus Neil. Thank you for the donation, Alan. Uh, next dono is from Novice Gamer, donated $5. Thank you so much, Novice. Thank you, man. Uh, said, loved the episode. I'm obsessed with Roman's Prima uh, Gitarina summoning chant. Also, yeah. please vote Photons. Heck yeah. Vote oh. Photons. Yeah, Gitarina has a good summoning chant. Jesus. The overdrive. Yeah, yes. She, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Another small detail I liked is when Roman was attacking her monsters that was on Aratz's field. Yeah. They would take the attack and then they turn around like happy and then deal the damage to Aratz. I don't know if I you saw that. I didn't that. Small detail. Yeah, when Gatarna got attacked when Gatarna was on piercing. Um, yeah. Yeah, Aratz's field. Yeah, Gagato's card. Yeah. Um, that that, was, he, uh, that he was a like, cool moment. He's, and he swooned over it. Gagato yeah. was so excited yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, yeah, she, she, lear she saw him perform a good... So that's actually kind of interesting because... Oh no, Gagato did that before she went berserk, probably. I think so. But she th that's the thing that I, I feel like Roman is a pretty decent duelist because she saw a move that Gagato did against her. She added it. And she yeah. added it, yeah. She 100%. learned from it and added to it. Yeah. So that was a good moment for her. He's just he got so emotional. He's so, so over dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I like love it. We got the pink background and him like just like swooning over it happening. He's like crying. Yeah. yeah. Uh the best. I love Gagato, man. Best boy. Um Oh my. But thank you, Nas. What have you done? Thank you, Gamer. Um, Jackknight21 donated $5. Uh, said, hey Dylan, you should stream on Twitch the Xenoblade games on Switch. Very good and long. Also, glad Roman got her second win and can't wait for Neil. I'm very excited for Neil. I'm very excited to hear him speak in the beginning of 17. Um, Xenoblade, I, I've heard, are very good games, Jack. Yeah. Thank you for the suggestion. I'll look into them and... Um, yeah, I know I have a lot of requests over on Twitch. If I did Twitch more, you know, there'd be more games that I could play, but I only do it two nights a week. But I'll try to throw that in maybe at some point in the future. But Jack, thank you for the donation, and thank you for the suggestion. If you don't follow me on Twitch, a lot of fun streams, including with these guys, are being planned. Actually, right in this basement, all four of us playing on TV is Fall Guys Season 2. A lot of other stuff. GTA 4 Manhunts. A lot of fun stuff is coming. Follow me on Twitch. The link is right there in the description. It's free. Um, Jack, thank you for the donation. A buddy of mine, um, actually has recently played through both, but loves Xenoblade, the second one. Chronicles, yeah. Chronicles 2. Um, he put like 200 plus hours into it. Yeah. It's nice. like, it's, it's, it's a time sink. Um, if you want to like go that far with it, mm -hmm. but like it's, they're great games. So good suggestion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Otis Cunningham donated $2. Otis is here. Otis. 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 The Otis. The Otis. Seto? Uh, said, 
had an interesting day at work. Oh, God. A guest decided to, I'm going to rephrase this, pee in a water bottle <laughs> instead of going to the bathroom. So, yeah. Also, Attack on Titan is goat. You heard it here first. Man, a lot of crazy shit happens at Universal. And it all yeah. involves genitalia. You notice yes, that? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on over there, Otis? Crazy Why do people stuff. like this? Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't want to go in the bath. They can't get offline, so they just have to, you know, go. Go in their bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awful. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So, Otis, thank you so much for the $5 donation, man. I seriously appreciate it. I'm sorry work was crazy. It's good to hear from you, though. And um, it's good to hear from all of you. I think that's probably going to wrap things up here. I think that's it. That's episode awesome. 16, My Dirty Debt. Yeah, so um, thank you all so much for watching, for hanging out with us tonight, for making us a part of your Wednesday evenings. You guys are amazing. Uh, we have some upgrades coming to the studio because of everything that has gone on. The support you showed me for the 24-hour stream I did over on Twitch was just so humbling and incredible that I am in the process of getting a much better camera. This is a pretty decent camera, but like we're talking like professional grade camera. And again, the more love that you guys show us and you guys show me seriously an incredible amount of support in that way, the more I'll be able to continue to upgrade this studio. And um, yeah, I'm excited for that camera to get set up. So maybe by the next sevens up, we will have that. Thank you all so much for watching, for donating, for uh, just being you, seriously. You want to plug stuff? Yeah, follow my channel, Clueless Gamers. We're actually going to shoot a trailer reaction uh, right after this stream ends. Uh, so It's linked down tune below. In, tune nice. in yeah. to find out what it is. It's linked down below. I'm excited. I actually don't even know what it is, to be honest. Good. So I'm excited. Like Surprise. Um, follow me on you know all platforms, at Nick Tamanera. You can figure out how to... I think don't you linked it right? It's all linked. It's all linked. Yeah. Um, or and follow my band Momfight at Momfight NJ on Twitter and Instagram. Momfight on Facebook if you're there. Um, we're in the midst of writing a full length record. We have practice tomorrow night actually, so um, keep an eye out for that early mm -hmm. 2021. Cool. Stoked for That's it. That's awesome. Uh, just at Kate Barney on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Nixie's band 2021. Follow Pete Clueless Gamers. Follow Kate Kate Barney. Uh, and follow me over on Twitch if you don't already. Um, hope you guys checked out the YouTube video I uploaded today. I'll be live with Clone Hero tomorrow night. Na 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 na. Was finally was finally charted, uh, and we will be playing that tomorrow night for a couple hours with you guys. So uh, hope you guys come by then. Thank you all so much. You're all amazing. I don't know where I would be without you, and I seriously do mean that. Thank you guys for helping me out. The crew, Pete, Nick T, and Kate. Excited to announce that Pete. We'll be on next week. Yeah. Oh, what? So oh, Pete oh. is on next week, um, which is going to be very There's exciting. A lot of people crying and they're really upset that I'm there. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, I can't wait, Pete. Thank you all so much for watching, and I hope you have.